Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode of Anime Boys is brought to you by Funimation Now. Get unlimited access to all your HD anime favorites with Funimation Now. Start your free trial today at Funimation.com. What is going on, guys? And this is episode 12 of the Anime Boys podcast. And as always, I would love to welcome my co-host, AJ Garces. How you doing, man? Dude, what's going on, man? Dude. Studio, but I'm back. Dude, we're, in the, we're, we're making this work, man. We're having some technical difficulties over here in the... Uh, it's just, uh, I'm in a bit of a transition period, and the, uh, the studio setup is not ready, but we're still bringing the sweet anime boys pod to all those... Uh, Listeners. We're making it work, man. We we, we took a little a little week off just because you know life happens, and it's uh I've realized that life is hard. Dude. Life is really hard. When as you get older, anyone that's listening to this that is like you know under the age of like twenty five, it just gets harder for me. It just gets harder. Like there not, never did anything get any easier as you get older. The only thing you can do though is you can just eat junk food whenever you want to oh yeah no i cannot enjoy anything anymore i it's terrible <laughs> but uh how are you doing man like how how's uh how's the comedy dude it's been looking good oh uh, yeah i actually just got off of uh like a run of three four shows in the past week um they all went great i did a little bit of traveling for those and i got a couple more coming up so um it's going well. It's going well. How's your old How's your old zero to sidekick thing? That's AJ's. AJ has this like little sketch comedy thing that he's he's finally starting, which I'm super super excited about, and it looks good. So this is the cool thing. Um, zero and sidekick started as a sketch comedy like team, and really has kind of developed into like a comedy label. We're um, we started signing a bunch of different comics and have started working with some people and just have got like a great team together that are just all involved in the project. So it's, it's amazing. That's dope, man. And you guys out there, you guys should check that out. You can, you know, follow him. You guys probably already follow him on Instagram, you know, keep checking it out. And you guys know any good, um, comics out there, you know, send them, send them his way. Um, Yo, but the world of anime, man, there's been so much fucking going on in the past, like, couple weeks. Oh, yeah. No, it's been good, man. I, I finally, I, all my Dragon Ball Z fans out there, as you know, here on the Anime Boys podcast, Dragon Ball Z was, like, the, the anime that started it all for me. And Super put out the trailer for their new movie, which I was super excited about. I'm not sure if you saw that, AJ. Uh, yeah, I did actually catch it. 
Dude, it, it's I'm I'm super excited because like they're, they're bringing back the villain. Spoiler, if you haven't seen it, I, I don't care. It's out in the world. Go 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 see it. Um, but uh, we'll link it. We'll link it. We'll link it. Yeah, it, it's it a little bit of the trailers on our Instagram, but you know, it, they're bringing back the villain Broly, which I was which I was like really hesitant about when they first announced it a couple of months ago. But uh, I'm it, the trailer looked amazing. You know what I mean? It 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 lads up to the expectations. In the Dragon Ball universe, I, personally to me, I liked, like, Broly for me was the villain that was most aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Because, you know, because he was like a Saiyan god, you know? And it was always like you saw, you had in the early days of Dragon Ball Z, you know, Vegeta, who was a Saiyan prince, but he was evil at the time. And then you had Goku, who was a Saiyan, you know that came to earth it was just nice seeing this like overlord type of saiyan yeah no i i like that because you're right uh broly was aesthetically pleasing in in every way the artwork was amazing for that movie the music was probably one of the best like soundtracks in any movie i i seen like anime movie you know what i mean um metal wise like it had that such that that metal theme song um, and for them to really touch back on it, I, I thought it was going to be really cool because Broly was not canon. Broly's not canon at all, which I thought was really cool. So I'm like, cool, Broly's his own separate thing. But I feel like to keep Super alive in a way. Now, that's me getting into like what I think they're going to do. is like they had to keep Super alive in a way to really bring back that old fan base. They got to bring back that villain. Because they really divided the fan base with Super because they're, they're really – there are people that are like, no, I love the old one, and then there are people that are like, oh, I love Super. Yeah, no, there's a, it's a torn community, and I feel like by doing that, they they're kind of gonna bring it, you know, bring everybody. Like, and Dragon Ball Super made so much money; it made more money than more yen. If we're gonna fucking <laughs> more yen, more yen. More zenny. Um, it really like it. It divided everybody, but, you know, like I said, it's cool, and I really hope it just, the whole movie in general is really good. Um, looks like they're bringing Frieza back, which is really cool. And, you know, Frieza's been, was all a part of Super, which I thought was cool. But Frieza's, you, you, uh, it's almost like Frieza is his own part of the Dragon Ball Z universe. Like, you can't have Dragon Ball Z without Frieza, much like you can't have Dragon Ball Z without Goku or Vegeta. Very true, very true. And they're not going to change up that formula. At all, you know what I mean? Like, if you look at it, what Naruto did, because Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, I feel like they're still, like on the same tier of like you know staples in anime. Um, they Naruto went with a completely different direction. They when they had a whole new season coming out, it was Naruto's son, which is Boruto now. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z didn't go anywhere near that. They just kept going with Goku. You know what I mean? Like they didn't do any giant time skip or anything. Which was, you know, really cool. So, I, like I said, it, they had to bring back those old characters, and they're still bringing back old characters. It's a cool thing, but it could. It some fans are like, "Oh, come out with new shit," but like those are super. Di- yeah. Super is great though because you really saw the progression, and like you could tell that these characters have aged. Yeah, you know, yeah, they 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 have, and you know, they they have in a way because I mean, like the, the thing is, like with. Uh, when Super started, it, it wasn't a big time skip, but they've progressed so much. Like especially Gohan, like Gohan in Super oh, yeah. started out as he was the he had, Gohan hadn't been good since the fucking Cell games. You know what I mean? Dude, oh my god! 
And then yeah. he didn't get good again until like the tournament of power, which is when he was when Goku was fighting Jiren and all those people. Like yeah. that's when Gohan really started to like step up. Um, I mean, Gohan will never be the same, but that's a whole other fucking podcast Honestly, I could do. On. My my favorite Gohan was Gohan in the history of Trunks. Oh, that was the best. Yes. Dude, that I cried so hard when Trunks was just crying and finally went Super Saiyan. <sighs> Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, we're doing that. Well, I we'll have to we're we're gonna touch on that one in an episode really soon. Um, what else have been what else have been watching? Um, like I said, I caught up on Boruto. Boruto's finally getting good because they're doing the same thing they've been doing in like they've been no Boruto's been good, but they're fi- they're doing the they did this thing in anime now. Well, they'll put a movie out and then a couple months later they'll put a series out, and that entire first arc of a series is just leading up to like the movie. You know what I mean? Um, now anything now Boruto's finally caught up to its movie. Anything now in Boruto is completely brand new, um, which is fucking amazing. Like fans are so excited because it's like this is new Boruto. Now there is manga out there. Uh, I don't read manga. That's just me. I I like to when I watch my anime. I don't like to be spoiled. You know what I mean? Like oh damn, I already read about that. So yeah, yeah. You like you like to see it when it happens firsthand. Yeah, yeah that's just that's just me. Seeing the movie, and you're like, oh, I know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else, dude? Oh, you know, past episodes. You guys can probably find this in the past twelve episodes. You can check it out on our website. I started One Piece in December of uh, 2017. As of last week, I have finally watched 800 and like 45 episodes. I finally wow. caught up to One Piece, and you I'm. I deserve a medal. Like I deserve a round of applause. I put a round of applause sound sound effects right here. <laughs> um, it was tough, you know. I feel like I'm doing like an interview for like after I win like the Super Bowl. It was good, good teamwork. We all stuck. We all stuck in there. It was good, good teamwork. You know, you know, it was all good. And like, you know, they like repeat themselves, and it's like, you know, just uh, we were out there. Defense was good. Uh, you know. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm finally caught up on One Piece. So now now I have to like, and that sucks when you like binge watch an anime that's still going. Now you have to wait week by week for them to put out new episodes, which fucking sucks now. Because I'm waiting week by week for One Piece. Um, but the anime I'm like watching now um, is Darling in the Franks. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of that one. We haven't really talked about like what we've been watching. I'll... So I have never heard of that one. Give me a slight synopsis, and then I will tell you which I'm what I'm. Oh, where do I fucking start with this? Oh my god. Okay, this is. It is so complicated. You're not even gonna get it. It's not that it's complicated. It's like when you watch it, it's it's really cool. It's about it's like a mech based anime, and okay. they breed kids to protect like an apocalyptic apocalyptic world that's controlled by like this pope figure father. They call him father. They call him. You know, they, that's what they, you know, they call them whatever. Um, yeah. And the kids are bred to, to ride these mechs. And you have to, the way to control the mech is you have to have two people in it. It's a girl and a guy. And you have to be connected mentally. And like, you know. But the reason I, the, the thing that I will, I will say I noticed this, and I know a lot of people have, and I read a lot about, you know, a lot of Reddit stuff about it, is uh, the sexual, like, Induendos, I guess is what you want to say. The references, they don't try and hide them. Like the way the the woman character has to ride in the mech, 
is in a very like provocative way and they don't hide it very much you know what i mean wow. and like the way they say it, it's like oh like they have to connect mentally and like if they don't connect mentally they she'll go like oh is it me it's like no it's me go a little slower they say like little things like that and it threw me it, it, it threw me off a little bit but then i will say this i will get darling and frank's this it's really great storyline. The artwork is amazing. And I just love anything with mechs in it. You know what I mean? Like, I'll fucking go back and watch Zoids. And Zoids was probably one of the worst. Like, if you watch it, like, the banter between people, it's not good. But fucking, they're, they're, they're terrible. Like, but when I was eight years old, I'd love fucking fighting robots and fight. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's just what I like it for. But Darling Franks, it's a really good anime. I'm getting into it. But that thing kind of threw me off. And if you can get past that, like, and you will enjoy it. Anyone out there will, will really enjoy it. That's what I'm watching right now. The fact that they're disgusting. Yeah, no, it's 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 uh, it's and they don't hide it. They they don't, and it's getting worse. And like a lot of the people I've talked to about, it, they're like, oh, it gets worse. It, it just gets worse. But it's so, so good. So I like that you. That was. It's really interesting that you bring like the the provocativeness of this anime um, up because the anime I've been watching is nothing but provocative. <laughs> I've been on a lot of Food Wars. Ooh, I need to start that. Now, Food Wars is hilarious. It is very well written. It looks very aesthetically pleasing. But there are a lot of gigantic bouncing chests just sopping, anxious, and whenever people eat food that is super delicious... They explode from their bodies. Hmm. Put that together. It's like Hell's Kitchen. No, it's like it's no, I'm just kidding. It's like Hell's Kitchen if Gordon Ramsay was just whacking off on everyone. When he was oh if he was your waifu, waifu, I can't pronounce that if I'm missing pronouncing that correctly. <laughs> if Gordon Ramsay was your waifu, then he would be yeah, they eat the food, and then they're like, oh, it's so good, I can't contain myself, Blah! And it's like, oh, that's, that's, I know what just happened. That's so funny, yeah. And like I said, these, like I said, that's, these are all newer animes, I feel like. Because, like, they didn't used to do that kind of stuff back in the day. I mean, if there, there are probably are animes, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm totally lying. There are probably animes back in, like, the 90s or early 2000s that were like that. That's just something I wasn't into. Yeah, it's called it's it's called hentai. Uh, I think my uncle called said that one. I'm just kidding. Um, we were in a room together. It was weird. <laughs> um, you know, but like I said, I'm trying to get into more of the things because, like, when I went to Anime Expo like last month, there were so many things that I didn't know, and Darling the Friends yeah. was one of those, and I I needed to like watch it. So I'm watching it, you know, and it's it's only got 26 episodes. Um, so That's I'm. Not bad, actually. It's not bad, and I'm super excited to, to you know to just finish it and start something new. Anything else you guys think I should watch? Because I'm like I said, I'm starting to come up on you know trying to. I'm finally caught up to my animes where it's like those long animes that are still going or like week by week now. Um, yo, but we have a really good episode uh, coming up for our movie review for episode 12 of the uh, Anime Boys podcast. I'm excited, uh, dude. It's a good one. Um, this movie, right? I just want to give a little quick background of like the 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 choosing, you know how we how we choose our movies here on the Anime Boys podcast, how we want to review. I literally just shoot AJ a text, and I'm like, "What do you want to review?" <laughs> and then like, and we or either he'll ask me the same thing. And my thing is, I just type in, I'll just look for anime movies and just try to find things that I haven't seen. Um, 
And this next movie was something that I don't think either of us had ever heard of. Um, but bring us in, my man. Bring us in. So on today's episode of Anime Boys Pod, we are reviewing the – which it's a classic. I'm telling you, it's going down in like my top three now. Uh, Satoshi Khan's film – Tokyo Godfathers. And I don't, I don't blame anybody out there that's never heard of this movie because, like I said, it's something that I have never heard. But once – I just want to give this quick little read, like suggestion. Please go check this movie out. Um, it. it It was super surprising for me to like it because, like I said, I've been into very action-driven animes. Like, you know what I mean? Um, ex- not like – you know, with animes, it's like everyone's got superpowers or they're fucking ninjas. You know what I mean? Like – but this movie was just like a romance and like a drama, and it just had so much like depth to its story. It's like that's what made me want to just watch it even more. That that was the best part, just how deep the story was, how relatable each of the characters were, and just how real of a situation. Like it, everything, it really came to life. It was almost like it wasn't even an anime. You know, if this was a regular movie, I would still be like, oh my god, this is amazing. Yes. Um, you know, so the movie pretty much picks up. I, I don't know what year we're in. We're in a modern day Tokyo. It's I, like modern day Tokyo. Yeah, and it, we're on Christmas, and it, it, that was that threw me off for a second. It's like Christmas. I was like, like Christmas in Tokyo. Like I was like, damn, I've never like, I've never seen an anime movie. We should celebrate Christmas in Tokyo. Yes, I've I've never seen a movie like an anime movie. And correct, please correct me if I'm wrong. Always catch us if we're messing up on something. I've never seen like a movie based like a to- like an anime based like in Christmas time. You know what I mean? Which was cool. Home Alone, the anime. Home. This is the Home Alone of the animes. Um, so basically, you have the three movies. You have our three characters. You have Jin, um, Ma- Miyaku, and uh, yeah, uh, Miyuki. Miyuki. Uh, I guess I fuck out every name. Um, and then you have I call her. They were calling her old lady Hannah. What was her actual name though? Hana, okay. Um, his name, which okay, so we have the three main characters, which are they're they're homeless in Tokyo. Um, Miyuki is a she's like a teenage she's a runaway teenage girl. And then you have Jin, who's like kind of like an older like he's a drunk, you know what I mean, like um, middle aged guy. And then you have Hana, who is basically a transgender uh, you know drag, you know what I mean, and who's a woman. I loved loved I that her character like that character her character was. It was like this, the com- the comedic relief, you know what I mean? Um, so they, you know, they're celebrating Christmas, you know, and it's it, it's Christmas for the homeless. But I, I love the values of this movie. Like it, even though they were homeless, Hannah was still like, oh, you need to have a gift. Children should have gifts on Christmas. We still need to be thankful, like you know what I mean. And um, I love that, and that that's a culture thing, you know what I mean? Like that's so deep rooted in their the culture of like you know. Japan and Japanese and you know that that Absolutely. kind of cult, culture. You, you know that, that's the thing is that they have nothing yet in this opening sequence they're still rifling through this trash to give Miyuki a gift. Yes, and I it it was so, it was so cool, and I, I think that's what I really liked. This movie was just just a good movie, and I think it just had so many values. Like I was watching an actual like movie like on a big screen, like you know it's uh, that's. It was really good, and so basically, it it you know picks up. They're doing the whole manger scene, and you know they're they're getting the gifts, they're getting the food. Um, another thing that I will touch on about this movie is the humor. The humor in this movie was on par 
Like it was hilarious. And it, it, the first scene was crazy because there's not all touch on a little bit more. Cause like Hannah's like, Oh, I'm eating for two because she just wants to be pregnant, but she can't because she's actually like a man. She's a man. She's a man. And she tells the soup lady like, Oh, I'm eating for two. Um, better give me extra. Um, but that kind of, you know, while they're looking for like gifts to give to Miyuki, they stumble upon a baby in the dumpster. Um, which is Hannah is so excited about that. And they named the baby Kyoko. Kyoko, yes. Uh, Jin, they end up coming with the the, the name Kyoko. Um, and you know, you have Jin, who's just like he's more realistic of what they are. You know what I mean? He's like, he's we're like homeless. homeless. He's like, he's like, we're homeless people. There's no way we can take care of this baby. And then you have Hana, who's basically, this is a miracle from God. You know what I mean? Like, this is a mir- This is a Christmas miracle. Um, but which I'll get to it because they're walking after they have the baby and then they're at the, like the train station or something. And this soup lady's on like the, the train, like elevator. And she sees Hannah with the baby and she goes, she was eating for two. And I was like, <laughs> I thought it was so fucking funny. <laughs> Dude, there's so much little, like, quit, like little quip humor in here that it's just made the movie so much better. Yeah. Um, so basically they, they decided that they're going to take care of this baby and they're going to do like anything they can to take care of it. They ended up getting the food. Like they have, they scrounged up enough money to like, you know, get, um, you know, get food. But as like the movie goes on, like too, you really start to figure out each person's like story. Yeah. Yeah. They had, so each, you know, you, each character had this very, um, deep-rooted backstory of how they got to be where they are now. I mean, like we were saying, um, with Miyuki, she's a runaway. She's a young girl, so there were little instances where um, uh, remember when they were on the train and she saw her father and she hid from him? Yeah, which was crazy. Like, you start to really, like, because you still don't know what's happening. Even at that point in the movie, you still don't know what Miyuki's story. And as the movie goes on, you start to pick and you just start to, like, finally realize exactly, like, what uh, each person's story is. Um, so, you know, they finally decide that they're, they need to go find the, the family. And because the, when they found the baby, they found a key to the actual, like, a locker. And what the locker had was, like, photos. So they try to match up the photos and they finally, like... And as like, like as they find out, they're like, we're gonna go, we're gonna give this baby back. We're not gonna give it to the police. You know what I mean? We want to deliver the baby to tell the mom and the family. Like, why would you do this? This is not good. Because like, as they can all relate to that baby is because they've all been like somewhere in their line. They've been left out. You know, in the cold. They've oh, been, yeah. You know, they relate to that baby on that kind of level. Um, so, and it, you know, also another funny, really thing about the movie is that anytime they're in a public place, you can always like tell people are like disgusted that they're there because they smell because they're yeah, almost they, people. They always point out they're like, oh, like what smells? You can see people around them covering their noses, and it's just so real. You know, it, it's such a real element to the movie that it, it, it really was captivating. It really was. Yeah, no, it was, and. But I love how also it's just everything is on their side. <laughs> everything, like, it's just basically, it's like a miracle. Like, that, they were, like, so, like, Hannah says throughout this movie, like, this is God's baby. Like, God is on this baby's side. <laughs> yeah, 
baby just these these acts of god happen for this baby and i love because a lot of the times that this happens one of uh hana's very interesting character traits is that she says haikus when things happen give me one give me one uh, i i can't remember off the, i remember just whenever they were leaving like the the graveyard or something and she said like we are walking the falling snow. Her head held high, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. No, she always has like she always has like a try to have like a like a positive outlook to it. Um, and you know, like I said, as like the movie like you know progresses, you learn about Jin's story. You know, Jin runs into like because he's he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to like have anything to do with that. You know what I mean? He's like the baby's just take the police and get it out. You know what I mean? But then he meets another old man, which I thought was a really crazy scene. Like. He because he he separates himself from the group, um, and he finds another old man. Which that old man was the funniest fucking thing that ever. Old man was so, well, I like that throughout the movie there was this source of tension between both Hana and Jin that they had kind of had a deep rooted history and would always get into arguments and fight. And they always and they, they always pick at too like they're like Miyuki's always like oh. Like old, like old Hag Hana or something like that. Like, oh, you like Jin? You love Jin? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like Jin, in himself, a way, does love Hana also, just because of everything they've been through. They not they don't ever just the the close how they met. It. They never say how they met though, but right? You no, know, you can tell that they had been together for a while. Yeah. And that Miyuki was kind of the new one in the group of the homeless. Yeah. Yeah. Um. You know, the old, man. the old man, dude. Oh my god, he was so fucking hilarious. Like, so Jin, Jin separates himself from from the group because he's angry, and he stumbles upon this other homeless man passed out in the street. And you know what? He kind of relates to him like on a level. Like he's just, you know, the old man's like, "Oh, I see myself in you." You know what I mean? Like an ang- like a drunk and angry, and like because you. Jin tries to give you a story of his life, how he says he was a racer, and then his his mother or his his uh, wife and his daughter had died um, due to some gambling issues that he did have. And the old man's like, "Oh, you know, you remind me of myself when you were younger." It's kind of like a like a it's like a foreshadowing. I can't believe that's the word for it. Like a, just not for not for, but like you know, just basically saying like you know, you're just like me. You're gonna end up like me. And he's like, "Oh, I'm passing away." He's like, "But I have one request." And he points at the bottle of like liquor that Jin has, and is literally just like wants to drink it. And he's like, "Okay, I'm done." And he doesn't really ever die; he just falls asleep. But Jin thinks he keeps dying. He goes down probably two or three times, and it's like he, he like falls, and then Jin goes to cover his eyes, and he's like, "But I have one more request." But I have one. And it's, he's like, "Okay, now I'm done." Yeah, well, I'm and done. Goodbye. Just but that's like, the, and that also leads to one of the most like. One of the most saddest parts, like, in this movie is when these group of just random kids just start beating up on, you know what I mean? On a bunch of just homeless guys. And, like, the the old man was already dead, and, I mean, one of the kids beat him with a pipe. I was really fucked. I was like, damn, this that sucks. Was, that, dude, that's like, uh, it, it hurt. It hurt to watch. Yeah. Um, but that leads us kind of more into, into Hana's, like, you know story um we lead because like miyuki and han are still looking for the family they're still trying to you know find where they're at um but 
basically Jin gets picked up by like a like an angel at the time. You thought it looks like an angel, but it's another drag queen, and they take him off to another end. But Han is like, we have one place where I can go. I can always go, and they go to Tokyo. I think he calls it Tokyo Tower, um, actually. Yeah. But um, and in like the side room of this tower is like a drag queen like club. You know what I mean? Um, and that's where Jin's staying at. So that gives you Hana's backstory where, you know, he, you know, he, she was a part of like this club and like, cause he keeps on calling it because she, the head lady is called mother. And because Hana mentions her little, I'll try to mention a little bit of her backstory. She's like, my mother would be really disappointed in me if she saw me and in my head. I'm like, Oh, she would be disappointed because of the way she turned out. You know what I mean? Yeah. From a guy to a girl. But then you learn that her mother is just the head drag queen. And like, she would be disappointed because Hana's like on the street. On the, exactly. That blew my mind. I was like, "Damn, that's such yeah. a small thing." But I was like, "Damn, good writing." But I like good writing. <laughs> I loved that though. I loved how accepting the mother was, and in that, it, it, during that scene when they're in the club and they, and I, I love they just open it and Miyuki is like old man and he's just in there being treated. Yeah. Um, but we we get that glimpse, that flashback of Hana's previous, you know, life as a performer in said club and how, you know, she would sing and there was that instant where she threw the wine at that random guy and he he called her an old shit fart. Yeah, that was and weird. What a great insult. It was a great insult. But I love how quickly she was so happy, and then her face just scrunched, and she goes, "I will take shit, but you will not call me a." Oh yeah, that and I laughed so hard at that moment. Yes, it 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 yeah. So it just it's such an accepting like you know area to be around. And, you know, they kind of like help get them back to health, feed them, you know, do their like whole thing. Um, and then they you know they're on their way to go find the you know give the baby to the mother and this is a funny <laughs> part that guy's like they, they stumble upon a guy like that's stuck underneath a car <laughs> oh that was ridiculous he's just underneath it and he's so big that it just pinned him to the ground yes and they save him and that ends up being like this big crime boss you know what i mean which i just love how like everything just keeps connecting in any like situation they get into And he's like, all right, come with me. You're, you're going to go to the wedding. You know what I mean? Like, come with me. I'll like, I'll, yeah, he gives, he gives them like 300,000 yen and takes him to the wedding. Yes. Of his daughter. It's, it's, it's crazy. And like that, where you start to realize Jen meets one of the people that he got into like a gambling issue with. Um, and they're in this really nice area, you know, but also they start to like really, you start to find more about the baby because they're just trying to find the mother. And one of the, the guy that's marrying the mom boss's daughter is like, oh, I know who that person is. Like that guy used to work for me. Then he knocked a girl up, and now I haven't seen him. 
um, you start to figure out little things. But that's when Jin realizes that the guy who's getting married, like you, you know, fucked him over on some debt. And I love that, like, right when he's about to like attack him, he's like right when the gunshots go off killing that guy there was like another syndicate there killing that guy but like i said like that's god's baby they weren't meant to get in trouble like that i thought that was crazy oh that was insane and, and, and that's, that's another thing where that's one of the acts of god and that this this other operative for the opposite crime syndicate fires shots and then takes a miyuki hostage with the with kyoko the baby yeah and what I, I thought was so crazy is that the the assassin was speaking Spanish. Dude, okay, and I was watching it. You, you, I couldn't find a dubbed version of this movie. Um, no. I couldn't no. find it, and they weren't sub doing the subtitles on my whatever website I was watching it on. They didn't do the subtitles for the Spanish. I don't speak any Spanish. <laughs> so I remember I can I could understand it a little bit. Uh, the assassin was yelling. Ayúdame, ayúdame, rápido, rápido! Like, get out of here quickly! Like, we gotta go. And then um, the the assassin takes Miyuki and Kyoko back to their his house. Yeah, with his wife and baby, <laughs> like and baby. It's uh, she's also speaking Spanish. She's also speaking Spanish, and I was just like, I don't know what's happening. You know what I mean? It, it was. And this woman spoke Spanish, yet she was still trying to relate to Miyuki because they both had babies. And the woman was asking her, like, about the baby and, like, about her father, where she came from. And, you know, in time, she was so scared. But she still was like, I'm going to communicate with this woman because she's being kind to me. Yeah, and that's when you kind of start to figure out Miyuki's... uh backstory because like, you just knew that she was a runaway kid and you, she had saw her dad on the train and like she didn't want to see him um but you find out that she stabbed her dad <laughs> she stabbed yeah. that guy she st- she stabbed the fuck out of her she dad. did dude it was crazy like he was bleeding and i think it was all over the cat i think which was yeah um which they don't really go too much into it. it you, I feel like her purpose with her dad was just to kind of have an, on an emotional like level you, to feel like that. You know what I mean? It was leading up yeah. to something. Which is, I thought the ending, the ending when we get to the ending of this movie, that blew my mind. I thought it was cool. Um, but um, you know, but Hana and, and Jen they they find where the cat, like the guy took the you know took the baby, and they get Miyuki out of there, and that's when they kind of have to like really you know, start to figure out exactly where they're going and they start searching the city and they they, they end up... They use that photo of the two towers yeah. to kind of pinpoint where the the parents were or where they're going to be. Yeah. And they finally find, like, an abandoned building but in, like, right next door was a abandoned house and that, that ends up being the house because, like, they're, the door is still, like, the only thing standing, basically. And he, op- he puts a key in it. He opens it. He's like... I'm home. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> um, which, you know, that gets really, you know, basically you start to find out more of like what was going on with that family, um, which the characters for that, for that family, um, are the Kur- Kurumazawa and, uh, er- Eriko Kowalski, I believe, um, if pronouncing, you know, pronouncing names wrong, but, um, 
and you basically I love how like all like the old ladies of the neighborhood keep getting together and like, well, I wouldn't know where they would go, but she would know. And then just keeps adding on and like. Yeah. It's such a weird little humor that oh, the group just got bigger. You know, and so you know, this part of the movie, they end up in the hospital because Hana is just not feeling well. She's, you know, she's coughing up blood. She's coughing up blood. You know, probably just something. You know what I mean? She's got something. But this is where you get into Jin's story. You know, because you know, there's a nurse that keeps asking uh, Miyuki about the about Kyoko. She's like, oh, that's weird. That's that's my name. You know what I mean? She the nurse is like, that's that's my name to you know to to uh, Miyoko, and right when Jin like walks in or like right when they're about to pay for Hana's thing because it ends up being like twenty nine thousand zinni or it's like, like it's zin. Like twenty two hundred ninety nine thousand yen, and they're like, we only we have three hundred thousand yen, so they like it's all the money they got. Yeah, and they, he pays it, you know, because they like they love each other. They're a family. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're a family. Um. But then right when the nurse walks out, uh, Jen looks at her and she's like, that's his daughter. But you start to realize that he was lying about his backstory. You know, he just – he was a drunk. He was gambling and he just dipped on his family. He didn't uh, – he wasn't a, a bicycle racer. He bet on the bicycle races. Yeah, and he owned a bicycle shop that he got on collecting debt. That's why he was upset with the, uh, you know, with the mob people. Yeah. Um, but I also thought this is one way. This is one thing I thought was really weird. This movie is that his daughter was going to marry that old doctor. That was strange. I, that was that it. was weird. They didn't really go into that. No, like he was happy for him. He's like, oh, he's a nice guy. He's a doctor. <laughs> he's a, yeah, he's a doctor. He's good. He's good. Um, so that was it. And Hana's just really upset. Like Hana's just like, you know, you know, you're just a, like you're just a horrible person. You know, blah blah blah. Um. And, like, Hana dips with the baby and Miyuki. Um, and Jin just just dips as well. Like, they just separate their ways. Um, but that's when we, we start – this is when the movie started – like, the ending credit, like, the last scene in this movie, like, the last, like, little part of it was really, like, picking up. Was basically, oh, yeah. you know, Jin goes looking for the father. He needs to find some answers. And while Hana and Miyuki are going to the police, they run into Kiyoki's – Kiyoki, whatever the fuck her name is uh, – Mother, who's about to fucking commit suicide. She, she is halfway jumping off the ledge of this, like, highway, and they grab Which her. I thought was funny is when they're walking by, they're like, oh, you know, we could just jump off this building. Like, you know what I mean? We can just jump right now while someone's about to jump. Like, I thought that was, like, I thought that was funny. Which is insane. And it just, I, I liked the, the twist in the plot. But I was kind of like, out of all the places you could be, and out of all the people that are about to kill themselves, the mother of the baby you've been holding the whole time? Well, the thing is, this baby is a gift from God. That was the whole point of the fucking... You got me. Um, so basically, she's like, oh, that's my baby. But Jin's finding out another story. That basically, like, they were going to have a baby. Like, the, the mother that we think's the mother and the father were going to have a baby, but the baby died before even being born. Um, and basically, she stole a baby. <laughs> she stole a baby from the hospital. She stole. She stole the baby, and she wanted a baby. And basically, the father knew about it, but he just wanted nothing to do with it. He wanted to start his That's life crazy. over. 
Um, and his life was not going well. Also, I love yeah. His house was fucking crazy. That was terrible. I also love the, the episode of it did. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting my life together right now. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting everything together. It was funny. Um, but also I love, you know, they also had this like this strain of good luck. You know what I mean? It's like he won the fucking lottery. <laughs> the lottery was like 200 million fucking yen and he won, but he just didn't look at the ticket correctly or something like that. It was, it was, it was crazy. Um, but now that Jen's realized it, he goes and finds Hana, but then they get enough the baby and that starts the whole car chase situation. Um, It was Jen, yeah, Jen. He steals the policeman's bike, and the policeman goes, thief, thief. Yeah, it was. like, they both got their vehicles stolen right back to back. No, it was, it was, it was insane. That kind of, you know, it leads us to, like, they finally catch the mom who's got the baby, and she just is going to jump. You know what I mean? And you have Miyuki's trying to calm her down, and then I love how the father was like, we'll reborn, we'll be reborn together. And she's like, I'll go first, then you join me. And then she jumps. And then Mayuki catches her, and you have Hana catching Mayuki, and then uh, Jen catching Hana. And they're in this whole little thing, but then Hana ends up, like, jumping. Which, this whole entire scene, the ending of the movie was so fucking cool. Um, It's like when she... It was almost, like, angelic. It was. It was so beautiful. It was, like, that New Year's, like, like, it was just finally over, like... Hana had finally jumped, but then she grabbed onto like a po- like a like a banner of some sort. But then a gust of wind just picked her up, and she just glided Jedi style Carrie Fisher down. Like you know what I mean? A Carrie Fisher last Jedi style. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's how it looks. That was awesome. I'm glad you made that reference. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace to Carrie Fisher. Um, Rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. But in uh, the way the movie ended, it was just, you know, that was the end, and they're, they're in the hospital now, and, like, basically the baby's been returned to its, you know, family. And I love how the family wanted to give, like, we want them to be the godfather. You know what I mean? They're like, they're going to be the godfathers. And then right when the policeman walks in to say, oh, these, you know, the people want to thank you, it's Mayuki's fucking dad. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so funny like thinking we just like talked about this movie for for a cool minute i i this movie is like a disney movie that can never be like made by disney it like was so it was so heartwarming by disney but they would never make a movie about three homeless people three homeless people one who is transgender one interesting thing i i i like and i don't know if this is a culture thing and I'm not going to repeat the word just because I don't believe in saying it, 
but the the use of there was a slang term used for homosexuality that begins with an F. People can probably figure it out. Used quite a lot through this film. And my question kind of was, do you think it's just a culture thing? Or maybe that word doesn't translate the same way in Japan as it does here? Never thought of it like that. This movie was made in 2004, though. I feel like that also could be... I mean, me personally, a time thing. Um, I feel like people nowadays are just a little bit, you know, more aware of what the words we use and how they affect people. Um, That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, that maybe this was more, it it hadn't really hit yet that this was a really negative connotation and maybe that's something that shouldn't be said. Yeah, and like you said, it also could be a culture thing too. I never actually thought about that. something... I think people... Yeah, I, I, I really don't know. That's actually a word that ha- I've never been able to be, oh, well, is that a common term used in Japan? And, you know, in Japan, it doesn't mean nothing, as opposed to over here, where it's a very offensive slur for homosexuality. That feels like something I'm going to, like, you would look up at, like, 3 a.m. on Google when you're, like, you know, you started off watching Naruto videos, but then it's 4 a.m. and you're researching, like, why does a cow moo like and you're you know what i mean like oh something you know what i mean like you've been in that kind of situation the, I, I i like to say this is a quote from one of my favorite comedians mike Birbiglia. he says uh the internet is an infinite well of nothing <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like getting drunk you go over here you go over there and then after three and a half hours you're like where was i going where was i going it's like i gotta clear my search history <laughs> Um, wrapping up the movie review, man, uh, Tokyo Godfather was a, was a hidden gem. It was a hidden gem. That's the way I'm going to put it. And I highly recommend it to anybody. Um, my, my, I'm going to give it, you know, we always do like a little, uh, you know, rating system. I'm going to give it like a nine out of 10. Actually, no, fuck, I'm giving the 10 out of 10 just cause it was so, I'm so, I love cheesy heartfelt movies. Like I'm a sucker for those. I know. I know. And I'm going to completely agree with you. Uh, the official Anime Boys review, 10 out of 10. Please, Satoshi please Kong, go. Please go check this movie out. You know, I, I'm probably going to rewatch it around Christmas time, you know, honestly. Dude, we should watch it at Christmas. It's a beautiful Christmas movie. Yes, it's a beautiful Christmas movie. Um, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, yo, but wrapping up episode 12, man, even with these technical difficulties, uh, we are still pushing through this thing. You know, again, thank you guys for, you know, listening to episode 12 of the Anime Boys podcast. You know, even with our technical technical difficulties, we are going to keep on pushing. You know what I mean? We're uh, just keep watching new movies, keep checking new things out, and we'll just we'll come on here and talk about it. Um, oh, yeah. Well, our, we're wrapping this up. Mitchell, where can everybody find you? You can always find me on Instagram at Money Mitchell. And you guys can find me on Instagram at and and <laughs> and Twitter uh, at the AJ Garces. Uh, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Anime Boys Pod. And if you have not caught up, please catch up on all the previous episodes of the Anime Boys Podcast at our website, www.animeboyspodcast.com. All right, man. And as always, 
Okay, we have to. We still haven't figured out what our ending credit was gonna be. We haven't figured that out yet. Do you just want to do like a fusion hop? Oh my god, I'm so down. <laughs> All right, right, so fusion you, hop on three. But we gotta. Do, okay, ready? Hold on. Yeah. One, two, three. Fusion hop. I think that was a good one. All right, guys. See you guys next week. Thank you, guys.